0: Welcome to the Mindful Life Podcast. Join me, your host, Marianne Eve, Mental Health Social Worker and Mindfulness Educator, as I navigate living my best life with the intention to educate and raise the collective consciousness around the benefits of living a mindful life. Each week via the Mindful Life Podcast, I will bring to you a range of content, including special guests that explore mindfulness, mindset and mental health are you feeling tired or are you under stress are you overloaded or just generally feeling overwhelmed well I'm really excited to share a very special stress reduction tool that I've been using and recommending to my clients for a number of years calm is the number one app for meditation relaxation and sleep With over 21 million downloads and achieving the Apple App of the Year in 2017, Calm is so perfectly aligned with all that I do as a mental health professional and all that I teach here at the Mindful Life Podcast. It is the perfect stress relief strategy and the perfect mindfulness tool. The app has so many fantastic and easy to use features, including Daily Calm, a brand new 10-minute meditation every day. 100-plus guided meditations covering anxiety, focus, gratitude, and so much more. 80-plus sleep stories to settle the mind and relax the body. Exclusive music tracks for focus, relaxation, and sleep. Calm Masterclass featuring world-renowned mindfulness experts. My personal favorites include sleep stories, and I've recently discovered Calm Music, which I have on a continuous loop at my practice, in counselling sessions and in classes. I also love the Calm Masterclass videos, which cover some fantastic topics including gratitude, happiness and mindful eating. And not to mention all the great features the app now offers for kids, including sleep stories, meditations and lullabies. I'm so very excited to be partnering with Calm to bring you, my listeners, some amazing offers. Calm is so generously offering the Mindful Life podcast listeners a free four-week subscription to the Calm premium app. All you need to do is head to the following link, calm.com forward slash calm health trial. That's calm.com forward slash calm health trial and just follow the prompts to enjoy your free four-week trial of calm premium you'll be feeling calm relaxed and at peace in no time the mindful life podcast acknowledges the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which this podcast was recorded We recognize their continuing connection to land, water and community and pay respect to their elders past, present and emerging. Hello and thanks for joining me for episode number 21 of the Mindful Life podcast. In today's very special episode, I present an excerpt from a Buddhist Dharma talk I attended with visiting Tibetan Buddhist monk Kempo. Kempo is one of the most knowledgeable and respected teachers of the practice and philosophy of Tibetan Buddhism in Australia. A few times a year, Kempo takes a ten-hour road trip, leaving his own temple and community in Tilba Tilba, New South Wales, to open the stunning and disused Buddhist temple in Kinglake West, Melbourne, Victoria. The Bao Sen Buddha Ruyi Temple was built over ten years ago by Kempo's close friend. Chinese Buddhist, the late Master Lin, who sadly passed away in 2007 before the temple's completion and opening. The beautiful golden temple in its picturesque location of King Lake West is now seldom open to the public. During the recent 10 year anniversary of Black Saturday, we were lucky enough to have Kempo attend over two weekends to conduct a Black Saturday anniversary memorial service along with some wonderful buddhist talks and meditations. Today's episode is Kempō's take on stress, the effects of stress to well-being, and how we can manage stress in the modern world. He highlights that stress is largely a modern day and developed world construct. We need to consider the role that our mind, and in particular the desire mind and the ego, along with materialism play in our stress levels. Our constant pursuit of happiness via outside sources and things adds to our stress as we will never be fulfilled. Our desire mind will always leave us wanting more. Ultimately, we create our stress by feeling unsatisfied with what we already have, by feeling like we don't have enough and that we need more. If we can exercise awareness and focus on the mindful practices of gratitude Compassion, kindness, impermanence, and service to others, as well as living in the present moment, this may in turn leave us feeling worthy, satisfied, and fulfilled, and we may then begin to see a reduction in our stress levels.
1: I'll just give a short talk, so before I give talk I respect the traditional owner of this land, past and present, also I'd like to pay respect to the founder of this temple who put so much effort to build this temple, unfortunately he passed away 2007, uh, so respect to him. So now, today, this morning, I'm just going to do a short give uh, about uh, how to overcome stressful life. Uh, so Buddhist philosophy really is a guide how to live our life in such a peaceful, meaningful, and joyful life. So Buddhist philosophy uh, is very much based on modern science. We believe based on reasoning and logic. We don't believe someone out there controls your life, someone out there gives you what you want. It's all up to yourself. Uh, So when we to think about uh, our life, it's hard to to begin because our life is not straightforward. We all have a different journey. We all have a different personalities. We all have a different way of life. So we are kind of a, came from different kind of a origin. I'm not talking about culture point of view. I'm not talking about historical point of view. I'm talking about individual to individual point of view. And then one thing that pleases to everyone is where difficulties and almost impossible because we all want different things. But one thing that we commonly share, that is, we all want to be happy. None of us want to face any challenge and difficulties. And that point of view, we are the same kind of ground. We are the same origin. So that origin, then we have to talk about uh, how to we begin our journey to positive kind of directions. Uh, so in this way, when we kind of living in this world, you know, many of you kind of a background is a Christianity. So you keep hearing the world that we're living in and then ourselves by the God. You know, it's our religion belief systems. So belief is one thing, you can believe whatever you like, but then logic comes, it's a different things. So when I kind of try to explain logic point of view, we are kind of living the world, the world that is created by principally human beings human created this world. So when I talk about the world, I'm not talking about the physical, the geographical planet. You know, I'm not talking about that created by the human beings. What I'm saying is uh, the system that we live in this world created by the human beings. So we human create this politic environment, economic environment social environment, and ethical environment. These are we created. So this creator of human, we have to look into two few different perspectives, the intention perspective, idea perspective, and the goal perspective. It's important to, to a little bit use our intelligent mind to investigate what kind of motivation we have behind to make these walls a better place. So I'm not saying every one of us, we have uh, these uh, selfish motivations. Many of us, we have a motivation to help each other, make these world better. But those who have that kind of a greater intention to make this place a better place, want to help one another, become minority, you know, uh, less kind of a power, power to actualize these things. And then those who very much self, what we call the interest to economic benefit, uh, politically benefit, and then many other self-interest, uh, so self, again, we control the world. So this way, where uh, I'm saying this uh, incorrect or unhealthy motivation around this world make us need to be stressful in our life. So when we talk about the stress before, in order to overcome a stressful life, we need to kind of understand what is a stressful, you know? We always talk about I'm um, pretty stress, stressful in my life. Some of us uh, are due to family reasons, some of are uh, due to our economic reasons, some of us social reasons, some of us are uh, politician reasons. But the stress is kind of a, not just a one thing, many kind of an aspect of stress: physical stress, mental stress, emotional stress. So whatever stress, whether it's a physical, mental or emotional, the stress makes you feel uncomfortable, you know? It not allows you to feel relaxed. It not allows you to feel peace. So in that sense, the stress kind of a border to each other. Then the stress actually disturbs our mental system. The stress disturbs our physical system. The stress disturbs our emotional systems. Once you're badly disturbed, then, because uh, what we're wishing in our life is uh, be happy, be peaceful, be freedom. So who actually kind of experiences this peace, happiness, freedom, if you really ask this question? I'm not sure how often you ask this question to yourself or not. Even you ask this question, I'm not sure you a really answer for that or not. But I'm not saying my answer is the right one. It's a Buddhist philosophy, one of the main kind of a, uh, unique thing is uh, you should not uh, just uh, simply believe someone says something this or that. You use your own intelligent mind to investigate that's a true or not. Once you found this truth, then you're not just a believing person who says something to you. You're just believing what you discovered. So most important is believing yourself. So if you believe yourself, that makes you independent. If you believe to someone, then you lose your independence. So one hand, you may think we live in a first world country. We live in a democratic world. We are living in kind of an independent world. But then if you really kind of closely examine yourself, are you very independent? You are not independent. Because you are so much dependent upon the world media. You are so much dependent on the politicians. You are so dependent on the social kind of, uh, what do you call it, kind of social environment. So we just go what social tells us. Just, we just believe what politicians tell us, you know? So we don't have a really, and we're not really living independently. So this reason, I always say uh, kind of, uh, it's good to use your intelligent mind and investigate, you know, what is kind of i uh, I'm saying, uh, the stress kind of is, or what kind of a happiness is, so stress is not exist. Happiness is not exist beside the mind. The mind is everything. But when your mind feels uncomfortable, that moment your mind is stressed. When your mind is very comfortable and relaxed, that state your mind is at peace. Your mind is happiness. So this way, this mind is talking about your own mind. Yeah, your own mind. So this way, uh, what we're saying is kind of a mind is a one of the unique Buddhist theme to describe about Buddhist philosophy. Besides the mind, there does not exist any Buddhist philosophy. Mind is a very important topic in Buddhist philosophy. So in this way, uh, when you talk about stress, the stress, kind of a cause of the stress is one thing. Condition of the stress is another thing. So we must differentiate the cause and the conditions. And right now, many of us, we think the cause of stress is such as uh, someone else, kind of out there, pressure on you. That makes you stress. Or you may think some kind of uh, life has so much hatred, hatred, you know, do one after another, Causes stress. Some of us we think that, that due to economic reasons you may feel stress. Some of you may think that geographically, kind of a climate, due to climate, make us a stress. So there's a millions condition make us a stress. But the, there are not the cause of the stress. You know we need to be think there are the conditions if these are the cause of the stress then every one of us living in such a dead environment we should be all stressed out but within that environment you may see some of us, some of us we are so stressed out of that state some of us very very relaxed in that situation what makes it different because we live in the same environment once some of them others very relaxed, others so stressful. So that cannot really prove the physical condition are not cause the cause of stress. These are the cause of stress. Then every one of us must be in the same situation, but we are not in the same situation. So how we respond, how we kind of receive, it, this makes a difference. So in this is Buddhist point of view. The stress, of course, many causes, I'll just give you a few kind of uh, uh, causes. Uh, one of the cause, the prime, the major cause of stress is our desire mind. Yeah? So desire, there's two aspects, healthful desire mind and harmful desire mind. I'm not saying every desire is a cause of stress. There is a positive aspect of desire and negative aspect of desire so how we differentiate the positive and negative you know the positive and negative means like uh, when you go with the desire mind while you just engage your desire mind regardless if you feel comfortable or uncomfortable that doesn't count but the positive and the negative means like uh, what outcome of the desire mind long-term what effect in your life, that we call the positive and negative. For instance, uh, say some unhealthy food, such as uh, sweet food or sour food, while you're consuming, you know, because you like sweet things, you like sour things, while you're consuming, it makes you feel good, feel comfortable. But that not means that like, that food is the right food. No, right or wrong means like a food that you consume makes you healthy. Food you consume makes you sick. That makes you we call it healthy or unhealthy. Not just based on the test. Exactly the same thing. When your mind enjoying, that not means that it's a positive mind. When you mind something not enjoying no means that it's a negative mind. No, what it brings you like life, good things or bad things, that we distinguish positive and negative things. So in this way, we have to kind of take responsibility our own thoughts. We need to take responsibility our life. If you don't take responsibility your own mind and your life, who else is going to take responsibility? Your parents are not going to take responsibility. Your husband and wife are not going to take responsibility. Your children are not going to take responsibility. Neither your politician leader are not going to. You are your own in charge. You, know? you are your own leader. So in this way, fully you have to take in charge yourself. That's really important. So in this way, uh, when we say in charge it means that like you have to look after your own mind. If you not look after your mind, you cannot be your own in charge. So where to look after your mind, you have to always not just go with what mind tells you. Exam this mind telling me something good to going to happen in my life or not. If it's something good is going to happen in my life, then you just go ahead, listen to the mind, do things, it's good for you. But the mind that tells you something pleasant in the moment, but it's going to take you disadvantage in the future, even if your own mind, you should get rid of it. It's not going to helpful for you. So in this point of view, first I'm going to touch, I mentioned the desire mind. So desire mind for instance, you know, uh, many of us we talk about stress. So, cause of stress, you have a desire. Kind of a desire is sometimes a no practical mind. Desire is a kind of a created by your ego mind. Your ego cannot measure your capabilities. Ego thinks you are bigger than who you are. Yeah. So when you think you are bigger than you are, so if you can only lift five kilos, ego tells you, oh, you can lift up 30 kilos. So when you lift up the 30 kilos, that causes you injury, physical injury, you know? While you can lift up this 30 kilos or not, while you think of it, it worries you, it stresses you. So this we call the desire mind. So if you really kind of one thing. We talk about 21st century. The 21st century is a very kind of a, uh, advanced many in terms of many things, you know, in terms of technology, in terms of kind of economic, in terms of a living standard, many kind of a, uh, what do you call the advanced stage. So those are supposed to be. We put an effort to make this advanced stage make us feel comfortable, make us feel more happier, make us feel more joy. Rather, we become more and more stressed, you know? So nowadays, stress is almost like a daily mantra, you know? You know everyone says, how, how are you? I'm a bit stressful. We all said that in a job environment, social environment, party environment. When you meet your friend, how are you? How are you? I'm a bit stressed out. You know? So this stress, have to think about, created by not the physical environment, this stress is by yourself, you know? Because you want to have more than you need, you know? That causes stress. Uh, you do more than body can cope, that makes you stress. You think more than necessary to think, that causes your emotional stress. So in this way, you have to recognize, end of the day, I should not blame the external world that caused me stress. The cause of the stress is my own unsatisfaction, unappreciated mind. This mind makes me stress. So if you recognize that one, then you have control, overcome your stress. But if you don't see your mind causes stress, the stress caused by others, then you're never going to overcome the stress because you have to live this reality world. Then the world is a kind of a, we live in such a demanding to self, we're demanding so much to one to another. So when you fall into that kind of demanded kind of a world, we naturally become like a stress. Even before we start, we begin. That's the nature of life. So in this way, we have to kind of uh, be more comfortable, kind realistic. Be more practical. You not know? do what do really I need in my life to make her comfortable. You know, you have to ask this question. When you ask your question, I'm sure many of us, you pretty much feel comfortable with what we have right now. If you think about it, you know, we have more than enough. If you look into our life, we're not lacking that much. If you're lacking something such a living in this first world, such a developed world, like in Australia, then how are people going to cope living in a third world country, no? They have much less than us. They should be full of stress in their life, but the reality, physically, they have sometimes struggling because of lack of many things, but emotionally, mentally, they have much less stress. Therefore, in a third world country, Statistically, people who commit suicide, much less number. You know, if you kind of investigate, much less number of people who commit suicide. The greatest commit suicide is the first world country, developed country. So that means, like, uh, we're uh, not looking after this mind. This mind makes us a, such a greedy mind. So this greedy mind ruins all your comfort of life. It ruins all your happiness of your life. It ruins all your content, contentment containment of your life. So this reason we need to be very practical, so important. You know? If you look in the practically, you are the one of the most fortunate humans that live in this earth. You know? Meaning point of view. Place where you live. You know, how wonderful place you have. You have a choice to live wherever you want to live. Then you look all the facilities that you in house in the summer times. Every one of us, have a, if it's too hot, we have an air condition, even if we have a fan. If it's too cold, we have a wood fire or heater. We have everything comfort, but still our mind is not happy for that. So in this reason, what really bothers us, does not allow us to be, feel comfortable, to enjoy this very mind, the mind that never satisfies. So this unsatisfied mind, I believe, one of the main creators of the stress in our life. You you have to recognize that one. So when you you recognize, then you have to remind yourself, I should not, it's not worthy to be stressed. I'm quite fortunate. I got everything what I really need. So more you remind, and when you recognize that one, then naturally you feel contented. When you feel contented, naturally you drop your stress because stress is one of the main factor, many diseases that we face in today's time. You know, physical kind of many sickness caused by stress. Mental, many kind of a imbalance your thought and emotion caused by stress. And then many of diseases that we talk about cancer, blood pressure, high cholesterol. Of course, people saying you're having so much food that have fat and sugar and unhealthy, they are not the cause of our physical disease. They are the condition, the main factor, high blood pressure, heart disease, uh, cholesterol, diabetes. All is our mind, we're not grateful what we're consuming. we not appreciate what we have in our life. So this very negative mind, as the Buddhist science discovered, the prime, the cause of the all sorts of diseases, physical and mental. So this is talking in Buddhism philosophy thousands of years. Not just recently, we just researched and discover the mind is, and now we understand the mind. We're we talking about this thousands of years. But now these modern scientists who research human way of life, they come closer to the Buddhist concept. They start to understand mind is the main factor of many diseases that we face. Therefore, nowadays, become come to meditation mindfulness has become mainstream. Because the meditation in the mainstream is very new in the Western world, only just a few decades old. But this mindfulness meditation is thousands of years old in Buddhist in everyday way of life. So in this reason Buddhist philosophy is very based on science and very very much as a logical system. So in this way I say uh, one thing we need to recognize in the cause of stress is our desire. mind. So this desire talking about unnecessary desire. You know? Unnecessary desire makes you harm rather than helps you. But then what we really helpful desire is, we are very lacking, lacking of that desire. So what a healthful, what positive desire is, how I can make someone feel happy. How I can make this world kind of more healthy environment, you know, and how I can respect others' way of life. So those desires actually make you relax your mind. These desires make you feel joy. These desires make us more happier, but then you ask yourself, do I have that desire? Sincerely want to help others. Make this world better. We have very little. You know, things that help us, we are lack a it. Things that harm us, we have plenty of that. So these things I mentioned earlier don't believe what I mentioned to you. That's a Buddhist concept, Buddhist scientist, science, and Buddhist logic. Now based on this logic and idea, you should investigate yourself. So based on the investigation, if you found this truth, then you should practice it. Because practicing that take the positive desire and they get rid of the negative desire, End of the day, who gets benefit out of it? Not uh, someone else. You're going to benefit out of it. So, in this reason, Buddhists always kind of remind us be grateful what you have in your life. You know? Many ways. Just for instance, uh, uh, I think many of you have been kind of a many poor country. You know? Compared to them, what we have in this country. You know, we are so grateful. But we lack of, some subconsciously, we all know we are fortunate to live in the country, but consciously, we're always unhappy. We're always complaining, everything. We're always whinging, everything. You know, we always uh, criticize everything. So more you kind of encourage yourself to complain, criticize, whinging, think where this idea comes from. It's your own mind. So what kind of mind? Is a healthy mind or unhealthy mind? These are the unhealthy mind. So you're just kind of provoking this unhealthy mind day after day, week after week, month after month. What kind of mind you're going to have? You're going to have a very unhealthy mind. So this unhealthy mind cannot experience any joy, cannot experience any peace cannot experience any relaxed. So we fail to recognise that we're complaining, my chair is not comfortable enough, I need to get a new one. My house is not comfortable enough, I need to sell this one, buy another one. My car is not so comfortable, I sell this one. We always something else wrong, but we fail to recognise what's really wrong is our own mind. As long as you don't change the mind, no matter how much you change, your chair, your bed, your house, your husband, your wife, your friend, nothing will make any change in your life. So what we really need to change is our own mind that makes us bother. You know, What we really need to merit the mind that helps you. So this is the Buddhist philosophy talking about the very important of the mind. If you have a beautiful mind, then you are the beautiful person, regardless of the physical appearance. In our society, if someone has a, such an ugly mind, but your appearance is such a beautiful, everyone says you are a beautiful person. We so much judge physical appearance. We never understand the importance of the mind. So in the Buddhism says the most beautiful person is someone who has a warm heart towards everyone. Someone who respects everyone. You know? Someone who feels friendly to everyone. That person is one of the most beautiful. No, People don't need to tell you are such a beautiful person. You have a beauty within you. That makes you such a feel kind of joy. That makes you such a feel happy. That How much that beauty of your heart makes you happy? Trillions of dollars are not going to make you that much happiness. So, this way, we live in this material world. We saw much value about the material possessions. We saw much less value, the ethical value. In no, reality, the most valuable is our ethical life. Because if you lie, live honestly, then nothing can distress you. Nothing can bother you. No, nothing can stress you. But when you're not living ethical life, no matter how comfortable house you may be built, no matter how beautiful place you may live, but mentally, it's not going to allow you to be relaxed. No? So in this reason, physical place is important, you know, friend is important, family is important, but most important is your mind. No? So everything that let us enjoy is your mind. That mind is a positive mind. If you don't have that positive mind, no matter what else you have in your life, nothing going to make you happiness. So this reason we can prove I'm not kind of discriminate or disrespect some of us, when you're in a depressed state, you know? When you're in a depressed state, your mind is such a, such a kind of in a uncomfortable state, but this uncomfortable state of mind, you live in, such a, in a, such a wonderful house, wonderful family, nothing makes you happy at all that time. So it proves, you know, mind is how important. So in this reason, uh, Buddhist's main message is not talking about you pay respect to the Buddha, you know. Main message is not talking about worship to the Buddha. Main message is look after your mind. If you look after, take care of your mind, then everything you take care of your life. If you don't take care of your mind, then no matter how much you take care of other things, nothing's going to make you any differences. So this way, uh, we should be more desired to where to make happy to others. We should bring more desire, to bring more kind of a generosity towards others. You know, there's a, I'm talking always a kind of a, generosity means like a, someone who feel loneliness, for instance. Those people give your time, make them feel comfortable. And then some of them out there feel fear, make them feel secure. Some of them, lack of knowledge give them knowledge so giving them you're contributing something very valuable to towards to someone's life that contribution makes you to reflect yourself this time i make my life more valuable i make my time such as valuable. so this realization itself is a, one of the most valuable wealth makes you happy you know? So, people uh, without the kind of a Buddhist concept, people think it's so much value. I mentioned earlier the wealth and so forth. But the wealth, how many out there people have so much wealth but they're not happy? So, most important wealth is uh, the mind that has a positive flavor. You know? This is very important. So, that's the way I'm talking about that. Be grateful in your life, be appreciated in whatever you have. So more you grateful and appreciate, naturally it drops your stress level, you know. So once you have less stress, this is one of the greatest medicines to drop your blood pressure. It's a greatest medicine, less risk your heart attack. It's a less risk to digestion your food that you consume. So many things. Nowadays, lots of us have a digestion problem blood pressure problem, high cholesterol, because we so much stress out. When you stress, it kind can damage our body system. When the body gets dis- disturbed, then it cannot kind of keep this energy in the body frequently, then cause causes many disease. So in this way, many modern disease is related to the stress. So therefore, we should be reduce the stress. Reduce stress no means like uh, you have to give up your job. You know? No means you have to divorce your partners. No means okay, you have to sell house, move someone else. You know? No means that. Reduce stress means okay? you be grateful. Remind yourself how lucky I am. You know? How fortunate I am. With the fortunate and appreciative, then whatever you make wealth, that doesn't matter. Just nature comes for you rather than you pushing to get them. So, two different things. One, you put so much stress, make wealth you think your life is uh, less important than your material wealth. You know, many of us, we put so much value in the material wealth, we disvalue our health. And you got the wealth, but you don't have health. You no, know, that's really foolish, you know? So in this way, you have the choice, and you, know, you have the opportunity to differentiate. End of the day, your health is more valuable, your material possessions are more valuable. It's important to ask this question. If you're a smart person, of course we all easily can understand my health is more important than my material wealth. You know? So this way, look after the mind. If you take care of the mind and naturally look after your physical body, once you look after the physical body, itself safe sort out many diseases that we face in today's time. You know? So that's one thing. And then second, uh, I may mean, say stress is kind of a arrogant mind, because we, since we child, we taught how important you are, should be top one, you know, you are the, should be the best one. And then we go to school, as a well, teacher tells us who's the best student, who's the top student, we have to compete. Then when we finish our school, we work on the world that we work, then we compete in who gets better position. So entire life, we live in such a competitive world, so this very competitive habit, the competitive nature of our mind, make us stress. You know, someone's going to take over from me. I'm may going to lose my possession. I'm may going to lose this my possession. All this kind of concern unnecessary. We unnecessarily we worries. So combination of this concerned worry then make us stress. You know. So these things also we need to recognize, our arrogant mind as one of the prime creators of this stressful mind. You know? So this way, you have to kind of go, uh, it's important to aware, I need to achieve things I need to do in my life. But, but I should, I'm not here to compete with someone. But And the Buddhist philosophy is saying, if you compete with one person, there is a chance you can be win. But we will not compete into one person. We, once you compete with one person, then there's another person going to come better than that. Then you have to compete with that one. Even if you defeat that one, then there's another third. You versus many others, and you're going to be defeated. So you're just fighting something that you're never going to win. So that causes us so much stress. So this way Buddhists talk about one thing, method, to less stress is to be humble, No, Be humble and just a, a humble means like, uh, just happy whatever you achieve in your life. Don't compete to others, don't compare to others. The moment you compare to others, you're gonna see many people out there who achieve much greater than you, that make you feel uncomfortable. So this uncomfortable not allows you to sit, to, to tell you to fight and defeat that one. So whether you can defeat that person or not, while you're processing, kind of a walk towards defeat that person is so much stress, so much worry. It's not worth it. So this reason we need to be, be humble. Yeah, humbleness. So in this way, uh, kind of uh, once, once. I'm just talking about the stress that caused by ourselves. Then also stress also caused by others because if you go to work environment, you know, your boss kind of demands you so much to do this and do that, that. And your family are going to kind of demand you, help me this, help me that stress. So all this environment, again, you have to be very practical, you know. Uh, in the job environment, you just do your best. You know, don't let the stress out. And honestly, as in modern world we talk about, Communication is very important. So communication is in the democracy. We are not living under a communist party. You know? We are not living under a dictatorship kind of world. We live in a democratic world. So in a democratic world, you have a right to speak up. What you can do, what you can't do. You know? Generally, discuss with your boss. And then boss knows you have this much limited. I shall not demand too much from you. So this understanding helps to less stress. So in this way we can uh, communication, you can uh, in the job environment, you can reduce your stress. And then family situation, same thing. You know? If you if you don't communicate, they expect so much from you. And then when you're not deliberate that, they think oh, you're not giving me what you I want. They think you're not giving but you they don't see your limitations. You know? So misunderstanding cause are so much challenging demanding expecting one to another so to best way to remove this misunderstanding is a communication if you communicate everyone can understand we all have a limited so once we understand the limited we're not going to that much demand one to another so less demand one to another naturally we can drop our stress life stressful life so there's a mini method where you really can overcome the kind of a stressful life, you know? So once you have less stress, you've actually done much better. It's good to investigate. When you're a stressful state, while you do things, less achievement, more make mistakes. But when you're stress, you're more enjoyable. So you, it's a, when you're stress, stressed, it's a double beneficial. What's the double beneficial is? While you're doing things you do, need to do, it's joyful. No stress. Second benefit, you done job what you need to do. So two benefits out of it. But when you stress, there's a double disadvantage because while you're doing, it's not joyful. But end of the day, whatever you've done is not the perfect one. No? So in this way, we have a choice whether you should do something that joy and bring the right result or do something not enjoy and in the end make a mistake. It's a choice of our hand. So in this way, you shouldn't rely on someone else your life. You should depend on yourself. You know? So th- in this way, many things, we can solve the problem in our life. So that's just I'm talking about uh, kind of practical point of view of uh, how to, we can overcome stressful life. Then another method, simple method is, Buddhists talk about meditation is a kind of really helps you stress. So meditation, how to stop your stress, uh, meditation is not religious, religious things. Meditation is just simple, keeping your mind in a, such a free from the stress. That is the method. So how to keep your mind free from stress is, you know, in the morning when you get up. You know, just aware I'm fortunate. I wake, I wake, I still have this uh, beautiful human life. No, today I'm going to enjoy my life. Whatever comes in my life, you know. So that's just being in your mind and the rest, and that's that. So this gives you such a, such a what do we call that, free kind of freedom in your mind. It gives you some such as a clarity in your mind. So when you have a free and a clarity right at the beginning of your day, that really can affect the rest of your day so it's good to meditate in the beginning of the day and then you go to work you do things and then you come to the lunch so during the lunch break you should have a five minutes break yourself so go somewhere close your eyes relax yourself yeah, So just think about I'm giving so much job to this mind this body if I keep using this mind going to stress out body going to stress out and when the body and the mind get stressed, who get disadvantage yourself no one else so I can't afford that. So therefore, I have the responsibility to look after this mind and body. Therefore, I should give five minutes, minimum five minutes break to go somewhere to relax yourself. So once you relax, that really helps you to reflect. That's better than having nice cappuccino. You know? Cost nothing. You know? So relax. Then you just go work and you have much clearer your mind, much more relaxed, and you've done much better. Then before you go to bed, again you meditate a little bit rather than you go with a stressful mind, rather you go with a worrying mind. Because if you go with the sleep, worry and stress, that disturb your sleeping pattern. You're not going to have a good sleep. When you don't have a good sleep, next morning when you are awake, you still feel tired. You know, that's the reason many people rely on sleeping tablets. You know, and if you keep taking, one day you lose, your capacity to sleep by nature. you always depend on drugs. So best tablet to make you deep sleep just before you go, meditate, you kind of go to bed, Let give five minutes to relax your mind. You, know? if you just reflect your day. If you did something good, rejoice what you've done. If you've done something, harmful things, you kind of committed, I'm not going to repeat this tomorrow. So today's gone, I'm, going to, I'm looking after, can look forward better tomorrow. You know? So this way, then you go to sleep, much eventually you can get off from the drugs, you can have a good sleep. So when you have a good sleep at night, next morning when you are awake, naturally your mind is more sharper, physical body is more fresh. So this way, it kind of keeps you much younger, keeps you much healthier. So many ways, you Now we so much in the drug industry tells you you should take this tablet, good for you again. They're all business. But we have so many we can create mental drugs that without buying from others, you can make your healthy mind and healthy body. So in this way, if you look after one day, they're going to take care tomorrow. Then if you look after tomorrow, they're going to look after the after tomorrow. So in this way we have to bring this routine to day to day that we can look after ourselves. Then one day you're going to be really peace of mind. It's possible. Healthy body is possible. Everything is possible. Because Buddha says there's nothing impossible, things. Everything possible. But only possible when you found the right cause, the right condition. Without the right cause, condition, things that you want, you're not going to get it. So in this way, uh, I recommend to uh, during the day you just think about practical things what makes you stress as I explained and then during the break you just relax your mind that really take up many things of your life so this I just like to just short share with you how to overcome a stressful life hopefully it may give you some idea yeah? so now I can take some questions if you have any questions
0: A very big thanks to Kempo and Anne from Drogmi Buddhist Institute for so generously granting me permission to record this wonderful talk. I'm so grateful to be able to share this knowledge with my listeners. If you'd like to find out more about Kempo, his teachings and his temple in Tilba Tilba, head to drogmi.org. You can also find them on Facebook under the handle Drogmi Buddhist Institute. If for any reason you have found the content of today's podcast triggering or distressing in any way, please consider accessing some professional support. Australian mental health telephone support numbers are listed in the show notes. You've been listening to the Mindful Life podcast with your host, Mary Ann Eve, mental health social worker and mindfulness educator. If you'd like further information or you'd like to connect, feel free to make contact via Facebook or Instagram under the handle Mindful Life Podcast or via email mindfullifepodcast at gmail.com.